What's up, everybody? And today on the Bearded Beast podcast, we are going to talk a little bit about traveling with firearms. We're going to talk about uh, visiting hotels with firearms, uh, what you should do if you get pulled over in different state laws and things like that. So everybody, stick around. So, as I was saying, um, kind of been watching some different things uh, on the news. Well, not so much the news. I don't. I really don't care about the news. I don't watch too much of the news. Um, but I listen to um, other podcasters. Uh, there's a guy out there named Coleone Noir. I think I'm saying that right. But uh, I kind of keep up keep up to date with him. He's got a a podcast out. He's a big Second Amendment supporter and. Um, Real big gun enthusiast, so I kind of keep up with him. And uh, I watched one of his uh, recent videos, and it was about the um, the incident that took place in Colorado. A um, couple people had some had a bunch of firearms, like a thousand rounds of ammunition, inside a hotel, and uh, with a big All Star game coming up. And I guess um, from what it sounds like, a hotel employee um, called the cops on them because they seen a bunch of guns and um ammo or whatnot whatever but uh they kind of stuck their nose where it didn't belong and um while i you know agree that you never really know what's going to happen you don't you you can't predict this if you know an employee looked in and saw all these guns all these firearms and stuff inside this hotel room and freaked out um you know could it have been the next terroristic threat i don't know i can't say that thousand rounds between four people uh it's really not a lot 250 rounds um with four four different shooters if you look at it that way it's it's really not a lot um supposedly the the hotel had a they were up high had a high vantage point you could look across the street and see into the stadium and that kind of thing and i don't i don't know Uh, you know how uneducated people are they Probably thinking that, you know, these people were terroristic snipers with uh, long-range machine guns and, yeah, all that crap. But um, just just watching that, it, it kind of made me think about whenever I travel with firearms and um, different things that I do um, to kind of get out of that... Um, get out of that, um, that wandering eye, I guess, of others. Um, one thing that I, um, I do is I have a, I have a Plano rifle case that I like to take, um, especially like whenever, whenever I go on hunting trips, like Oklahoma or someplace like that, where I'm going to stay in a hotel. Um, and it's, it's a big rifle case. Um, it's padded. It's, you know, it's got several different cutouts that, you know, for whatever, rifle so it fits in there real snug um it's got two different places on it to lock it i think it's got like six six different latches um but that's neither here nor there um i like to take that one because it it it's furthest from the rifle cases you can get a lot of rifle cases um it it is a hard case 
I'm not talking about soft, you know, soft padded rifle cases. I'm, I'm talking about hard cases. Um, it's not shaped like a traditional rifle case. You know, you know, a traditional rifle case is kind of squared off on one end. It kind of comes to a point or angled at the other. So I, I kind of, that's one thing you take into mind, you know, it kind of, just if somebody's say if you are walking into a hotel and you just happen to you know neighbor or something somebody four rooms down just glances over and sees it just at a glancing look and turning back they're not going to be like oh this guy this fool's got a rifle you know what's he going to do um so that is uh one reason why i like it another reason it's, it's waterproof so um i can put it in the back of the truck while i make the trip and don't have to worry about my guns getting uh getting wet and uh, rusted and that kind of thing um, while I'm traveling. But um, I, um, I, I've, I've gotten to the habit of making small talk whenever we're checking in at the hotel. Um, a lot of times it's, it's pretty late whenever we get down there. We like to leave out on, on uh, well, it just depends. It'd be Wednesday through Friday whenever. We like to leave out kind of late. And uh, we don't get down there till two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. And uh, what I like to do is I like to go in and just kind of make small, small talk with uh, whoever's working in the hotel and just chit chat a little bit with them. And um, I like to tell them, "Oh yeah, I had a long drive coming in," and you know this normally prompts them to ask you where you're from, just just to kind of make small talk back. And um, you know you just chit chat with them a little bit, and I always make sure to tell them that, "Oh, I'm down here on a hog hunt." That will, should immediately tell them, okay, this person's hunting. Well, what do people that are hunting do? <laughs> Excuse me. They have a, they, they, they could have a bow. They could have a firearm. They have something. Um, and then something else. You know, I, I, like, to, I like to tell them that and, and fill them in so they, so they know. So if somebody would call up the front desk and say, oh, my God, this guy's got a rifle, you know. Well, I, t- I told the, the attendant that. You know, I come down here on a hunting trip. I'm probably going to be packing guns in and out of the hotel. So um, it just kind of gives them a heads up and lets them know. They can put a little note in the computer or a little, little post-it note or whatever. And, uh, you know, just, um, you know, let let uh, whoever's coming on after their shift or whatever, um, let them know. You know, that, that way it just kind of, it gets around and that way everybody, everybody knows. Um you know, that, hey, there's some people that are hunting here. Um, that way it's, you know, shouldn't be too much of a big deal. But another thing I do is, you know, I get into uh, I get into my room and one of the first things that I do is I like to throw that do not disturb sign on the door. Um, a lot of times we get in, it's late. It always seems like that first night I forget to put it on the door, but that is a must. Um, that way if you would happen to leave... Um, you know, a couple guns or whatever in your room. You don't want them coming in there and cleaning your room and uh, throwing a fit. Um, I actually had uh, had a buddy of mine I know was staying in a hotel. He wasn't hunting, but uh, he was staying in a hotel. He was out of town uh, working working a job, and um, he left his firearm. Um, I don't really remember if it was on the nightstand or if it was in the drawer, but he left his firearm out. And they come in and they cleaned his room and they found it and they left him a note 
saying that he either needed to get rid of the firearm or he was going to have to leave the hotel. He could no longer uh, stay at the hotel with a firearm, something about it was against their policy or whatever. Um, nine times out of ten, I'm not going to stay in some bougie-ass hotel um, that's not going to allow that. Like I said, I uh, my biggest thing with hotels going in and out and taking firearms is normally it's out in Oklahoma and then people out there they they ain't no stranger to that now some of the guests staying in the hotel they could be uh, that could be a problem for some of those people some city slickers just passing through or whatever the case may be but they just you know th- them people out there are used to it um, there's been times hell I'll, I'll take a I'll take a rifle I'll take a handgun I'll take a backup handgun and a backup rifle and I'll take a shotgun and a backup shotgun and that's just me that's not including the other two or three people that's in the room and what they brought along to hunt with so there's a lot of times I come out of these hotels and I, I could be I'll make three or four trips in there just have two or three gun cases at a time packing them out and stacking them in the back of the truck so that's that's one of the things you know you if you're gonna do something with guns you you don't want to be going and staying at the ritz you know and just staying at these fancy ass hotels and packing packing guns in and out i I could see where that would be a a real big problem especially in some of these bigger cities now i get it sometimes that you know you might not necessarily have a choice but being discreet about it is um you know that's the best thing to do um you know i i don't really tend to make it a habit to hoot and holler and and raise my voice and cuss and talk real loud and things like that when i'm packing my guns in and out i always try and get to the park my vehicle back it up to the closest place uh, you know where i can go in and out the door with my gun so you know away from um get away from the the most prying eyes as possible and um yeah that i mean that's just that's something everybody just really needs to to think about and and you know you always need to have that in the back of your head um now getting back to what i was saying about the uh putting the do not disturb sticker on the door um or the the little tag and my buddy being asked to leave um i don't i don't remember exactly what happened I, i i think he had a little uh a little bout i think he was a little mad because pretty sure he had his gun put up and that meant that whoever cleaned his room had kind of went through his things um to be able to find it so i think him and the hotel manager had a little a little bout and i i don't i don't remember if he left or if he just put the gun down in his car what he did now that's something else too when i go to a hotel i'm not going to leave my gun sit out overnight in my car like they're coming in the room with me when i leave the next day i need them i'm taking them with me i'm not gonna not gonna leave them now there are times where i depending on where i'm hunting i'll be like okay well i need to shotgun today so i'm gonna leave all my rifles behind i won't bring no rifles so i mean i will leave them back at the hotel but i will for damn sure make sure that that do not disturb sign is put right there on the door um whenever i leave Got away. Nobody comes in and cleans the room, and there, there, there isn't any problems. So, um, you know, that's that's just something to be mindful about and think about. You know, whenever you guys are traveling, going hunting, or maybe you're traveling, going to a friend's house, going to trade, sell, 
whatever guns. Maybe you just go to the shooting range. But hell, maybe you just drive, pack an AR-15 or rifle with you whenever you go somewhere. I mean, it's never a bad idea. Um, you know, I carry, um, I got a real nice um, AR pistol that uh, sometimes I carry with me. A uh, 10 and a half inch barrel, 762 by 39. Um, that was a little bit harder to conceal in the car. Uh, works good in the truck when I fold down the center console. Um, you can't see that thing. Like you could be sitting in the driver to passenger seat and you can't even see it. You can't even feel it. Like you don't even know it's there. Uh, but, but it is, it's sitting in that middle seat with that center console fold down. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, that one's a little bit harder to conceal. So it's mainly for the truck. Um, I do got a couple other ones that, uh, that I carry. I, I got a, uh, FNN, uh, five, seven. I really like that one. That one's a, that one's a lot of fun. Um, but I brought all that up to bring up this point that whenever I took my concealed carry course, my instructor, he made sure that he told everybody what to do if you ever get pulled over. And I want to pass that info along to you because a lot of people don't know this. They, there's people that, you know, now with different state laws, like in my state now, Missouri, you don't have to have a permit. You don't have to take a class to carry a concealed firearm. You don't have to have it to carry a concealed firearm in your vehicle, loaded or nothing. So, um, but even some people that do take the class, their instructors fail to mention this. There are two universal things that you can do if you would get pulled over for a traffic infraction that will let an officer know that you have a weapon on you. And that is A, you roll down your driver's side window and stick your hands outside of the window, both hands. Turn sideways, stick them out, hold them there till the cop gets up to the car. This will let him know, hey, you see my hands. And nine times out of ten, that, they're going to ask you, do you have a weapon in a car? Yes, I do. I ask you where it's at, you tell them, and then, you know, proceed from there. The other thing you can do is roll down your window and keep your hands mounted on the steering wheel. You know, wherever you have them, uh, nine and three, ten and six, just wherever, both hands on the steering wheel, don't move them. They also recognize that. will come up and say, you know, do you have a weapon in a vehicle? First thing, I, you know, nine times out of ten, they'll ask you that before they say the famous line, do you know why I pulled you over? So, but, uh, you know, that just, that lets that officer know that you have a weapon as well as your willingness to comply, which is a really, really big thing, is compliance. We don't want to do anything stupid. We don't want to get shot. Now, I'm not going into the politics on all that and, you know, my feelings on certain issues and things like that. We're just not going to get into that on, on this podcast because that's not what it's about. But, um, yeah, that's uh, those are two really, really good ways to notify uh, an officer that pulls you over for a traffic infraction to let them know, hey, uh, you know, I may have a firearm here. Or I do have a firearm, no may about it. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to kind of really touch base with that. And, and for some of you people that may be packing that, you know, are, are not um, not really savvy on the laws, which I think everybody should be. If, if you're going to carry a gun, uh, 
I think you should know all the laws. You should be pretty pretty savvy with the laws. You should, you know, research, keep up with the laws, and as well as if you know you were traveling to another state, or if you're traveling to another state and going through a few other states, you need to be up on their gun laws, and you need to really, really, really pay attention to what other states' laws are. Um, I do have a concealed carry license, but my concealed carry license is not valid over in Illinois. So I always got a gun on me. So whenever I, right before I cross that bridge, I got to pull over. I got to unload the damn thing. I got to lock the ammo up separate from the gun. I always have the gun with the action open, worked open. That's just me being me, obeying laws. So that way that, you know, I don't have both items cannot be in, in, in my reach. You know, they're just absolutely ridiculous over there. So I just got to be mindful if I cross over that Mississippi river over in Illinois, I have to obey their laws because they are completely different from Missouri's. Now, some laws, some other States are pretty, uh, mellowed out. I last I read, I think Oklahoma is like, they're just like, ah, oh, whatever your state says, we're going to go with that. So depending on where you're from and what your concealed carry license says and what they allow is what they go by. Um, so it, that's why I really recommend everybody staying up with the laws. Um, I normally don't normally really don't carry concealed in Oklahoma because I go there to hunt and I have loaded firearms on me all the time anyway so i really don't make it a big deal to carry concealed there which i guess i should probably eat crow and probably do a little bit more research and, and figure out what's what here i'm talking about it and <laughs> i visit there all the time and and don't don't exactly know for myself but like i said i really don't i really don't carry concealed there um never felt the need to i i love that place if if I could make as much money as I make now and the health insurance that I have now and I could get by, I'd move down there in a heartbeat. Love it down there. But, um, yeah, so that's uh, something for you guys to, you know, think about and, and uh, do a little homework there, do a little research. And, um, you know, you can, you can decide for yourself. But, uh, you know, whenever... I go, whenever I go to a hotel, like I said, that's one thing I always do is I try to make a little small talk, you know, try and try and get the b person behind the counter to understand that I am not a threat. And I, like I said, I always like to make mention, yeah, I'm down here on a hunting trip. I'm hunting. So it's not going to be a surprise whenever I pack out of my room with two or three rifle, what appears to be rifle cases and put them in my truck you know i'm staying for five or six nights and you know on the fifth night somebody calls and says oh this guy's you know packing out packing out or packing in rifle cases well obviously i'm not a threat i've been there been doing this for like four days now four days in a row and you're just now catching me like you know so but yeah that's uh that's you know things like that guys that's that's what uh you know really trying to say here it, it, it's just really you want to do things like that to kind of it just eases up tension it lets them know you know so it's not a big deal like 
there are people out there and i know most of the people that are listening to this you you know you you guys it might be hard to believe but there are people out there that are just so bougie that they see a gun and freak out because they're rich with that silver spoon in their mouth live in some city somewhere and you know they've never they're 45 years old and never even seen a gun never seen a gun before because they just that's how they were raised so they automatically associate guns with evil and anybody that has one is evil and is gonna shoot and kill everybody so you got to keep that in mind i know the majority of us are hunters we're rednecks hillbillies whatever you want to say we hunt we carry guns it's an everyday thing for us we see people with guns we see other people at grocery stores with guns we don't pay it no mind because that's what we're used to and these city slickers come down to the country and immediately they freak out because they see a damn gun so like i said just be mindful and understand that there are people out there like that and that they will call the cops on you in a drop of a hat if they catch you. So that's why I always try to, you know, dot my I's and cross my T's, so to speak. Let that let that person know. Put that sign on the outside of the door. I mean, I probably sound like a broken record, but, you know, these are just simple things that you can do. If you do got to leave firearms Put them up. Don't just leave them lay about your room. You know, if you're leaving them in your room when you're going out, just in case that some three-year-old comes running by doing what three-year-olds do, touching everything, and they happen to pull that tag off your door while you're gone, next thing you know, here comes house cleaning. They open up that door, and there's five shotguns strewn across the bed. They're going to freak out. So, you know, keep that stuff put up. That's, that's one thing that I do. I, I really don't even, I get it out. I get it out of my truck. It's in the case. It goes in the bedroom. And 99.9% .9 of the time, I don't even get it out of the case while it's in the room. There's no reason, really, for me to get it out of the case while it's in the room. So it goes from the truck to the room, from the room to the truck. The only time it comes out is whenever I get out there to hunt. So, you know, it's things like that that'll really save your bacon in the long run. You don't, you, you, being a gun owner, you, you cannot be careless. And it makes it hard this day and age when you have the two sides. And, you know, like I explained a while ago, you have the two sides. You got the side that has grown up with it, <clears throat> pretty much my side, our side. We see a gun, we don't freak out. And then you got the other side. They see a gun, they associate that as evil. And somebody who has one is evil and is going, you know, has that evil intent. So, boom, cops are involved. Now you're in a in a situation. Now you're probably not going to get in any trouble, but at the same time, it's an inconvenience that that you're going to have to take an hour, a couple hours out of your day. Those people in uh, in that hotel in Colorado, they all got arrested and booked, and the FBI got involved and had to check them out. And the FBI said that they didn't think that there was no uh, no ill will towards them people. I, I don't, I, I haven't heard what their excuse was for having all these guns, but um, 
you know, hell, maybe they were going, maybe they were going hunting. That's the airport that they flew into. And they just got that hotel, you know, for a day or two before they could go out into the country away from the city. And they had their guns with them. I mean, that's, it's, it's not out of the realm of possibilities. And here you've inconvenienced these people a whole day, two days, three days, however long they had them locked up while they investigated. You know, it, it's, it's not innocent until proven guilty anymore. It's just flat-ass guilty until proven innocent. And, you know, you got to ask yourself, you know, these, these little things that, that you can do, you know, we just, we just get caught up and with our side of being just used to the guns and seeing the guns and handling the guns and taking guns with us where we go, that it's, it's easy to get careless with them and, and just leave it lay out or, you know, because to us, that's normal. That's not normal for some city slicker to, you know, that, that's not normal for them. That's why if they see one, they're calling the cops on you. So you don't want to have to go through that, spend a night or two in jail or, uh, you know, just something like that. You don't want to have to deal with that. So it's, it's just best if, you know, you do everything that you can to not put yourself in that situation. So, with that, guys, I think that's really going to do it. If anybody's got any questions, feel free to hit me up. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, at uh, Bearded Beast Podcast. Uh, get on there and like my page. Um, got, like I said, you got any questions, comments, stuff you want me to talk about, hit me up on there. Let me know, guys. I appreciate your support. I appreciate all you guys that that tune in all of you guys that subscribe to me um i appreciate all you women listeners out there too um according to my analytics page uh 20 20 to 25 percent of my listeners are women so i want to appreciate you if if uh, you ladies out there got anything that uh you know you'd like to hear me talk about or uh you know anything concealed carry i think that concealed carry one was uh, was a big thing i did talked a little bit about uh, uh carrying for ladies and different options things like that so um that was a real popular one for the ladies so if you guys got anything that uh you know you want to hear me talk about or anything like that feel free to hit me up but with that guys that's going to be it for today so appreciate you guys tuning in i'll catch you on the next one